right now, we are in the eye of the storm. The uh, the perfect time to be someone that is uh, in the kind of nerd stratosphere. That likes uh, movies, that enjoys comic books, and likes them all to see come to fruition on the big screen. And that is why we go to our go-to guy in the world of movies. His name is Brent Hankins. He is editor-in-chief of NerdRep.com. Good morning, man. How are you? I'm good, sir. I'm good. How are you? We're awesome. Thank you for uh, for getting up early and spending some time with us this morning talking about this kind of stuff. I think the one thing that we want to touch on first is a little thing called Star Wars Episode Seven. Now, we uh, we talked about the Disney Star Wars merger and the sell from uh, George Lucas over to this stuff, and now we have J.J. Abrams as the director, and all signs point to some positive things in this direction, right? Absolutely. I mean, I, I think, you know, when it was first announced that Disney was going to do an Episode Seven. And fanboys were kind of kicking around their their first choices for the, the the director they wanted. You know, Abrams' name came up a lot, and at one point he even denied being interested. It, it was one of those things where he was like, you know, this this property is very precious to me. I wouldn't want to go in with that a level of pressure and screw it up. But apparently, you know, Disney stepped in and added a couple more zeros to his check and. All of a sudden, he's, hey, I'm doing Star Wars. I was convinced it was going to be a, a director that the mainstream public had never heard of just because of the property that it is. Nobody would want to have a name above Star Wars, you know what I mean? But that all went to hell in a handbasket when Abrams jumped on board. But now they're talking about, you know, a lot of the people from the original trilogy, Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, all jumping on board as well. Do you see that as a feasible thing? Like, or maybe as a big starring role, more of a cameo? I guess we don't know until we know, huh? Yeah, the, all the signs point to the, the story having to do with uh, the children of the stars from the original trilogy. So I think we'll see Han Solo, we'll see Luke Skywalker, we'll see Princess Leia, but I think they're all going to be in sort of walk-on cameo roles as, as a way of passing the torch. And with, with as much time that has passed and with the age of, the, of those particular actors and actresses, I don't see them playing a major part in a, a big-budget action film like that. Plus, can they afford to keep Carrie uh, Fisher uh, sane, at least during a filming period? I don't think so. <laughs> that, that's I like, you may get a day or two out of her, and that's going to be about the best you can hope for. You have one page of script, Carrie. Don't screw this up, and then leave right after. Thank you. Uh, that is uh, that is funny, because <laughs> she is in trouble. But, you know, there, there's that news, and then do, do we have a target date? Have they even teased, like, when they're, they're hoping this thing comes out, or we're still kind of waiting to find out? Well, the, the first word was that they wanted to have it out in 2015, but, you know, Abrams has a pretty hefty production schedule, and he's not a director that likes to work with a, uh, with a specific target date in mind. He doesn't like to be, you know, shoved into that box. So I think Disney still wants 2015, but I wouldn't be surprised if it gets pushed back a little bit. Was, uh, were these moves enough to get you excited for the, uh, the actual movie? You know, honestly, I was excited even before Abrams' name came up. Um, you know, a lot of there was a lot of backlash that Disney was going to "quote unquote" ruin Star Wars. But what people seem to forget is that Disney has been working alongside Star Wars for years. You know, they have the the Star Tours ride in the theme parks. They've got licensing agreements. Um, so this this was kind of a logical step. And if you compare this with what Disney did over at Marvel, you know, once a property has been established and and so forth, if Disney steps in. They step in and leave it the hell alone. Like, you know, you didn't see Mickey Mouse popping up in the Avengers movie, so there's no reason to think we're going to have Disney princesses flitting around the galaxy <laughs> yeah, in Star Wars. And we had talked, we talked about that. That that was a, that was a sign of, of a new hope 
maybe. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, oh, well played, sir, well played. There you go. <laughs> you uh, you also had some uh, breaking news on uh, NerdRep.com uh, early uh, this morning, late last night, about uh, the Justice League movie. We talked a little bit about it this morning, but uh, give everybody kind of a fill-in as to what could possibly be happening with this huge DC Universe news. Well, Warner Brothers has been trying to get a Justice League movie off the ground for quite some time, um, but... About so three or four weeks ago, the word came down that they were going to basically scrap it and start over because the the script they had was so terrible they couldn't attract a good director. Um, now Zack Snyder, who did uh, Watchmen, who did Three Hundred, he's just wrapping up production on his uh, Superman reboot, Man of Steel. The studio has started screening it for test audiences and so forth, and the the buzz has been just overwhelmingly positive. Now what we're hearing is based on the strength of that, Warner Brothers wants Zack Snyder to stay on board and direct the Justice League movie. Now Henry Cavill, who's playing Superman in the, in the Man of Steel reboot, he will also be appearing in Justice League. And the, the big news is that uh, Warner Brothers wants Christopher Nolan to sort of oversee production on all of their DC properties. Much the same way that Joss Whedon is doing over at Marvel, Nolan will kind of be the, sort of the godfather of the DC properties, and along with Nolan comes Kristen Bale. So the big news is that uh, Nolan and Zack Snyder will produce Justice League, Zack Snyder will direct, and Kristen Bale will return as Batman. Why wasn't this a natural thing to do in the beginning instead of waiting until, I mean, they had to, they had to do something to get Christopher Nolan interested in even being a part of this, right? Right, and I think after doing three Batman films, Nolan's head was just in a different place. He wanted to go out and do something a little bit different, because he, he did the Dark Knight trilogy, he's a producer on Man of Steel, um, so I think he was just burnt out on the comic book stuff, but I don't know what happened, I don't know if there were some crazy backroom deals going on or what, but you know, this, this uh, got scooped last night by the guys over at Latino Review, and they have an absolutely impeccable track record when it comes to scoops about DC. Like, they were the first ones that knew Heath Ledger would be playing the Joker. Uh, they were the first ones that knew uh, Brandon Routh would play Superman in Superman Returns. So they, you know, these guys are spot on. Until I hear an official denial from somebody at Warner Brothers, I'm taking this as gospel. I think uh, everybody who's seen the Dark Knight trilogy has the same reaction to this. How does Christian Bale come back to play Batman? I mean, uh, I guess Jay pointed out this morning, it's the comic book universe, and people die and come back all the time, I suppose. But uh, I guess they'd have to have some fun writing that into the Justice League movie. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, for, and you know, this, this is spoiler territory, but I mean, if you haven't seen The Dark Knight Rises by now, then you're doing it wrong. You know, <laughs> Christian Bale, uh, Bruce Wayne is alive at the end of The Dark Knight Rises. He sort of passed the torch on to someone else. The the idea that the, the guy from Latino Review was saying is, you know, you cut to a scene where you have Bruce Wayne, old, bearded, retired, and then, you know, Superman swoops in and says, hey, I'm putting a team together. That's the only thing you need. Like, any any fanboy of Batman and or Superman, you just have that scene happen, and everyone is sold on the idea. There doesn't need to be any additional writing or character development. It's just, hey, here's a team. Let's rock and roll. Well, you are probably right. And as I like to tell Nick, uh, there's a movie coming out with a guy who actually flies. So yeah. you can do anything in the movies. <laughs> That's right. Right? That's right. Either way, I know that uh, we will be excited for it if and when it comes to fruition. And, uh, you know, they like to keep a lot of this stuff under wraps, too, so we probably won't know until we know. But uh, either way, Brent, always good stuff, man. What's going on at uh, nerdrep.com we need to look out for? 
you know, the, the usual stuff. We've got some movie screenings and some giveaways here in Phoenix. Uh, we've just launched our podcast uh, about six weeks back. Uh, it's called Drinks and Discourse, if anybody wants to check it out. Uh, it's essentially the same thing we do when we're sitting out at the bar. You know, five of us uh, hanging out with a, a couple of drinks and just talking movies and comic books and video games. Um, so that's that's really the biggest thing we have uh, going on right now. You know, we're gearing up to, for uh, Phoenix Comic Con in May and, of course, the big Comic Con in July in San Diego. So we're already trying to kind of get our ducks in a row for that. Understandable, and uh, always a great website to go check out for uh, movie reviews and interviews as well. And, uh, Brent, we appreciate your input, man. Thank you so much, dude. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me on. You bet. Anytime, man. Go check it out. Nerdrep.com is the website. Brent Hankins on the show with us this morning. Good stuff.